Hello, New York Giants fans. Welcome back to Everything New York Giants, the podcast with me, New York Giants fangirl. So excited today because it's Victory Monday. The Giants have won another game and they are now three and eight on the season. And I know that probably doesn't instill a lot of confidence, hope, or excitement for Giants fans, but it does for me and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, Giants went down to Washington. They beat the Commanders 31-19. The defense had six turnovers, one of them being a pick six. Tommy DeVito settled in, especially in the second half, made some beautiful throws, was extremely accurate, and did not turn the ball over once. So there were definitely some good things coming out of yesterday and, you know, some stuff that they still have to work on, obviously. But I have done some unhinged math for the last 12 hours or so. And listen, I know the people who want to tank. I get it. I I get it. I just, I said this yesterday. I'm at home and I'm watching the game and I just, I cannot root for this team to lose. I can't do it. You know, Tommy DeVito looks good. Slayton comes up with a big play. Saquon with a beautiful catch in the end zone. You know, the defense making plays left and right. Kayvon got two sacks. He's up to 10 and a half on the season. Dexter had two sacks. Like, I just couldn't sit there and root for the team to lose. I can't do it. If you want to, by all means, go ahead. I understand the importance of a high draft pick. I really do. But I just, I'm focused on the now, okay? I want this team to win. So last night, the Vikings lose. Um... And, you know, I kind of just feel like maybe we can make a run. Maybe. And the reason that I say that is because of a couple things. Packers are not looking great. Seahawks are not looking great. Vikings lost again last night. I just feel like the Giants, they're 2-2 two and two in the division, which is huge. We play the Patriots on Sunday, which we very easily can win. In theory, we should win that one. If we don't, we got some we got some real big problems, which we already know, but like it's gonna get worse if they lose to the Patriots, you know? And then we have a bye week, and after the bye, we play the Packers at home. But Tyrod and Waller should both be eligible to come back after the bye. Now, depending on how things go with Tommy DeVito, obviously we'll see what it looks like by that point in the season. But I just look at it and go, we're getting Tyrod back, we're getting DeVito back. I mean, we're getting Waller back. That could make a difference. It really could make a big difference. So... I'm on the winning train. I want this team to win. If you want them to tank, by all means, go ahead. But I just, I was really excited for them after that game yesterday. And it just, you know, I think the biggest thing that it does for the players in the building is that it instills confidence. It makes them feel good again. You know, Dable said after the post game that, you know, losing is not good and winning is good for the team. We all know that. But I think someone asked him about, like, the tanking philosophy and whatever. Um, but... You know, I just, I feel like we could be right back in it, okay? Washington is 4-7. and seven. They play the Cowboys this weekend, which, listen, I would love nothing more than for the Cowboys to lose. And I think if they lose, it could, either way, I think it could benefit the Giants, maybe. Um, but if we win and the Commanders lose, we have the same record right there with the Commanders. And we're 2-2 two and two in the division, which is big. So... 
Washington, I think, is... Um, I am not 100% sure, but Washington is definitely has three losses in the division. They have at least two, obviously. Um, anyway, we can get into that at another time, but I just, I want to see this team win. It's good for everyone. You know, as a fan, I feel really happy to wake up on Monday and finally have a victory Monday again. It's way more fun to record the podcast after the Giants win. So let's get into it. Tommy DeVito, 18 for 26 for 246 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Now, he was sacked nine times for 45 yards. We need to talk about the sacks for a second because Washington is out here thinking they're the 85 Bears and, you know, Tommy Tommy DeVito is, you know, getting mauled a little bit. And listen, the offensive line was garbage in at least the first quarter. I think as the game went on, they started to get it together, which is a little concerning to me because it's the, for the first time all year, it's the exact same offensive line that it was last week. Very interesting. Don't know why it was worse, especially when Montez Sweat and Chase Young are no longer on the team. But this is the Giants for you. So, um... Anyway, the the line was doing the line things, but also Tommy DeVito needs to move out of the pocket quicker. He needs to move a little bit better, get rid of the ball faster, and also he's got to feel the pressure. There were a couple times when I'm screaming at the TV, I'm seeing multiple guys go after him, and this is a complaint that a lot of Giants fans rightly have about Daniel Jones, is that he gets completely blindsided on a lot of plays and has no idea that anyone is even coming for him. So same thing with Tommy DeVito here. He's got to try and figure out who he can get a little bit better at that and escape the pocket because there's no reason why the commander should have had nine sacks. I mean, some of them were on the offensive line and some of them were on DeVito. So that's something I really want to see him try and improve moving forward. Outside of that, he was quite accurate. He didn't turn the ball over, made some beautiful throws down the field to Slayton and um, to Saquon. I'm going to get on my soapbox. Where is Jalen Hyatt? I saw him out there. I'm, I'm looking at Dan Duggan. Let's talk about the amount of snaps for a second here, okay? Wandale was involved, which was good. I would have liked to see him involved more. Um, where is Jalen Hyatt played 53% of the snaps? Why? Why is he playing 53% of the snaps and not 100? I mean, at the very least, you use him as a decoy, right? Like... He had, out of two targets, he had one reception for seven yards. Why? Get him more involved. And this week especially, like, yeah, we can talk about the sacks and blah, blah, blah. There were a lot of them, sure. But they still threw the ball down the field. They just didn't throw it to Jalen Hyatt. And I, there's no excuse for that. You know, there was one ball down the field that I think went out of bounds because it was overthrown. I... Like, enough is enough. What are we doing here? Get him involved. He's a playmaker on this team. Okay? I just, it's so bizarre to me. I don't want to hear from Dable that, oh, he's still young and has a lot to learn. My ass, okay? That's not the excuse. I don't know what the excuse is anymore, but I'm tired of them. Whatever they are, he needs to be involved. Just like you need to put Saquon on the field when it's third and two. Even the announcers were like, 
Why is Saquon not on the field? Even if you're going to give the ball to Brita, you put Saquon out there so they all think Saquon's getting the ball. Just some bizarre things, okay? And I know we've all been questioning the play calling and decisions like that throughout the season. I have no answers for you. I really don't. It's frustrating to me too. I I don't think we'll ever get answers, but I just need them to um, get the playmakers involved all the time, but especially when it counts, like on third and two. So, you know, that's one of my complaints. Let's continue on with the receiving for a second. Darius Slayton led the team four receptions out of five targets for 82 yards and one touchdown. Saquon, four receptions out of five targets for 57 yards and two touchdowns. Saquon had a great day yesterday. And guys, like not to toot my own horn, but the four players that I told you to watch, three of them had excellent days. Jalen Hyatt would have had an excellent day if they got him involved and put him in for more than 53% of the snaps. But I'm not the one calling the plays, so I can't change that. But I did tell you to keep your eyes on Saquon. And what did he do? Two tuddies. And the other two guys we're going to talk about when we get through the defense. But overall, a really good day for the most part. Not really good. Okay, a good day for the offense for the most part. Receivers made some good plays. Saquon made some great plays. The running backs did a good job. We can talk about the rushing in a second. They had 246 yards receiving for three touchdowns. Um, and the longest one was 40 yards. So... Again, overall, pretty good day from the offense. I just would have liked to see them move the ball more consistently. When you have five turnovers on defense and you only put up 24 offensive points, something is not right there, you know? And I understand, you know, in some situations, Dable wanted to go for it. I'm on board for that. Like, you know, it's the commanders we're talking about. I, I toggle between... Points are points, you go for the field goal, but also, like, you're never winning a game with field goals only. You have to score touchdowns. And, you know, the offense was able to move the ball. It's not like they scored nine points off of field goals. They were able to move the ball. They just couldn't do it consistently. And that's what I find really frustrating about this offense. And again, I know part of it is the offensive line. I know part of it is the sacks and DeVito not getting out of there. Some of it is the receivers dropping balls. Um, some of it is, you know, throughout the first half and I think even into the middle of the third quarter, they had zero rushing yards. So, I don't know, just some, some very interesting things there. But um, I, I feel a little bit better with the way the offense moved the ball, but it's not great. Like, they still have to improve upon that big time. So, you know, good days, again, like I said, for the receivers as a whole. Um, Bellinger was more involved, which I love to see. I love Bellinger. I know that he's been really had to be used for blocking for most of the year. I get it. Um, I think he's a good blocker, and when he's on the team, he should do whatever he can to help the team win. If that's blocking, so be it. If it's receiving, so be it. So he was the only one yesterday who caught every ball that came his way. Three for three for 38 yards. Wandale was three for four for 35 yards. Hodgins, two for three, 22 yards. Again, Hyatt, like I said, uh, one for two for seven yards. And Shep, one for three for five yards. And then Brita, zero receptions out of one target. So um, let's go back to the rushing attack for a second. Saquon, 14 carries for 83 yards. DeVito, one for seven. Wandale, one for two. And Brita, three for negative one. So under 100 yards rushing yesterday, only 91 yards. Um, I get it. You got to do what works. Obviously, the passing game for the most part was working, and I don't see a problem with that. But like, you got Saquon Barkley, you know what I mean? The run blocking has to improve. There's no question about that. But um, 
Again, like I said, overall, I feel better about the offense. I just, I need them to be better about moving the ball down the field. And I think we can all agree on that, as I'm sure the coaching can. And I don't, again, I'm sure it's a combination of everything. It's a combination of play calling, the offensive line, Tommy DeVito not escaping the pocket, and receivers dropping balls and having, you know, like a 10% run game. So all of those things. But that's something I really want to see them improve. And when we play the Patriots on Sunday, I better see it on Sunday because we were talking about one of the worst teams in the league. So um, let's improve upon that. Let's get to the defense because the defense really shined yesterday. Bobby Okurake led the team, no surprise, 14 tackles, six solo. Xavier McKinney might have had his best game as a New York, not as a Giant, but his best game this year. I don't know what it took. I don't care what it took. But it's about time that we have seen Xavier McKinney, and he's been getting there the last couple of weeks. He's been leading the team in tackles, and he's had good games like that. But I just, some of the off the field stuff has really kind of bothered me and overshadowed his ability on the field. And I never want to see that for any player, whether it's a giant or not. The off the field stuff and the shit that you say to the media should not be talked about. It should be talked about your game on the field. And when you have 12 total tackles, eight solo and one tackle for loss, that's what I want to talk about today. Xavier McKinney, great game yesterday. He helped. Um, I think he recovered one of the fumbles too. We'll get to that in a second. But I just, um, this is what I want to see from him. This is the reason why so many of us were so excited that he was drafted as a giant. You know, this offseason, I wanted him re-signed. I, I felt like he was going to be a long-term giant. So, you know, we'll see how things play out this offseason. But if he continues to play the way that he does, I think we could very well see him on the team next year. So, um, Micah McFadden. Another guy. I mean, you can't love this guy anymore if you tried, seriously. Eight tackles, five solo, one tackle for loss. He is someone, and Bobby Okurake said the same thing. You know, both of them have spoken to the media, and when you've seen a really big difference in them, I would say it took like the first three to four weeks of the season, and then all of a sudden you see them like really turn it around here. They both attributed to saying that they really understand Wink's system and feel really comfortable in it, and they're just flying all over the field doing what they do best. And that's that's all I can ask for, right? This is, this is what I want to see from these guys. So another great day from Micah McFadden. Trey Hawkins, too, had a pretty good day. Listen, the guy's young. He's still learning. He's been on the bench for quite a bit. And um, I feel like, you know, overall, he did okay. He had six total tackles, four solo. Came on! Guys! Did I tell you or did I tell you? The two defensive players I told you to watch were Kayvon Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence. And Kayvon Thibodeau did it. He is the only player in Wink's system to ever have double-digit sacks. He got two yesterday. He's up to ten and a half in the season. He is top five in the NFL for sacks. So all of you people who've been bitching and moaning for the first three weeks of the season that Kayvon's a bust, suck it. You're wrong. I didn't listen to WFAN today, but all I have to say is that if Brandon and Sal were not kissing Kayvon and Carl Banks' ass and telling them that they were wrong and Tibbs and Carl were right, he's not a bust, 
He is an integral part of this defense. That is the reason why the Giants drafted him. He, I mean, we are only going to see more and more out of Kayvon. And if you're a Giants fan, you better be fucking pumped about it because there's no reason not to be, okay? Five total tackles, three solo, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. Kayvon always seems to play his best against Washington. We could say that for a lot of players on this team. It's like, if we could play Washington every week, we would be 17-0. Unfortunately, that's not the case. But the reality is, is that Kayvon is a great player. Yes, his best play is against Washington, but he continues to follow it up week after week. And, you know, we've talked about this a lot, is that when Aziz is in the game, it makes a big difference for someone like Kayvon. So they better draft a good edge rusher next year because Aziz is not going to be here with his um, injury history. But, you know, Kayvon is a really good player. He's a good dude. He does a lot for the community. So everyone better be on the KT5 bandwagon right now. And don't you dare ever get off it. Because it's running. Choo-choo! <laughs> I've only had one cup of coffee today, I swear. Dane Belton, my guy. Five tackles, three total. He also played special teams a bunch and looked great. I've been really big on Dane Belton since they drafted him. I just love him, and I'm excited that he's getting more playing time. So um, overall, pretty good game for him. I hope that his uh, snaps continue over time. The other defensive player that I told you to watch for versus the Commanders was... Sexy Dexy Lawrence, who also had a sack, a tackle for loss, and four total tackles, all four of which were solo. Dexter is not getting enough love this season, and it's not fair. It's not fair. He's been playing out of his mind. He lost the best player next to him, Leo Gone. He's getting double teamed. He's getting triple teamed. And he is still out there making plays. And you know what he's not making is excuses. So this guy better be on the all-pro list. I know the Giants suck. I know their record sucks. But Dexter Lawrence needs more love. The guy deserves it. He's killing it. He's had really good games this year, and this just being one of them. Another guy who's an impact player the second he's on the field. I know Giants fans love him. I know we are all happy that he signed that contract extension. There's no one more that I want to see on this Giants team than Dexter Lawrence. You got to love the guy. Great game. Okay, next up we have to talk about Isaiah Simmons. He had four total tackles, four of them solo, and also had the game-sealing pick Six. Because what did the Giants do? They stressed us out in typical Giants fashion. It went down to the wire. The commanders are driving down the field and all of us are having flashbacks saying, oh my God, this is the Jets all over and we're going to lose this game. And thank God they didn't because of Mr. Isaiah Simmons. Now, he's a guy that I know a lot of us were super pumped that the Giants brought him in. I want to see him re-sign. He's been getting more and more snaps every week. He's getting better every week. He's a guy that I really love. I want to see more of him. So great day for Isaiah Simmons. Please stay here. <laughs> all right, guys. We got to talk about Darnay Holmes. We got to talk about Darnay Holmes because he also had an interception. Second one in two weeks. I mean, I got to give him credit for that. Also, he's done quite well on special teams, so I will give him credit for that. Um, he's... He's turning it around this year. You know, I complain about him left and right. I will complain about him in this one instance because I really need him to relax on the uh, the celebrations. Like, 
we're we're two and eight. Um, the defense gave up 640 yards to the Cowboys, and you almost lost the game yesterday to the Commanders. So, you know, it's on the offense, it's on the coaching, it's on special teams, it's on defense, it's on everyone. But, um, you know, I, I just take the celebrations down a notch, okay? Listen, if we had a winning record, you celebrate all you want every time you get an interception, every time you make a play. I have no problems with that. But, you know... <laughs> We, the record sucks. So one thing at a time here. Um, okay, so th those are the guys that I really want to talk about on defense. I'm going to get into the scuffle in a second. But overall, the Giants had 84 total tackles, 54 solo, 4 sacks, and 6 tackles for loss. So again, good day for the defense. Um, I, I feel good about this defense. You know, I feel like they're making strides every week. They've had their days. They've given up big plays, but they also have done a pretty good job of um, every other team except the Cowboys. They've been able to do a good job of holding them to, what, under 31 points? So I think Miami was more, but outside of that, they've done a pretty good job. So um, I will give them credit where they deserve it. So Let's talk about the six turnovers quickly. Xavier McKinney recovered a fumble. Micah McFadden recovered a fumble. And Jervarius Owens recovered a fumble. Three total fumble recoveries for the Giants. Owens is a guy that we haven't seen a lot of. They drafted him this offseason. And, you know, he's kind of been hit or miss. Like, he had a really good um, offseason and spring summer. And then, you know, we haven't seen a lot of him this year. So, I'm, I am glad to see anyone who's on the field make plays. I don't care where you were drafted. I don't care how much money you make. When you're on the field, you make plays. So um, glad to see that from Jerarius Owens. And then they had three interceptions. Isaiah Simmons, like we said, had the pick six. Darnay Holmes had the other one. And Nick McLeod had the third. And um, Pinnock almost had one. It was right in his chest. Um, it was close. But overall, you know, the defense really put the work in. Now, speaking of the defense, Cordell Flott, my boy, you guys know I speak very highly of him. I'm a big fan of his. Um, got ejected along with Curtis Samuel after the hit on Sam Howell. Listen, I don't condone fighting, but it, I, I want players to stick up for each other. So one thing that we all loved about Nick Gates is that he stuck up for his guys. He was Daniel Jones' right-handed guy. People talk shit about Jones. People pushed him out of bounds. People made dirty plays, whatever they did against Daniel Jones. Nick Gates was his guy who always defended him and fought for him. And that's what I want to see out of these guys. So no, I don't think it's good that Cordell Flott was throwing punches and he got ejected. Curtis Samuel was doing the same. But... I will say that it, it, it re, what's the word I'm looking for? It reminds everyone that Dable has not lost this locker room, okay? You want to talk about, you can say fighting's a bad thing, they're undisciplined, whatever. Sure, maybe that's true, but I look at it, these guys are still fighting day in and day out to win games. They are not tanking. They are not dogging it on the field. And they are not saying, I don't care that I got pushed or I don't care that, you know, you pushed around my teammates. Like, it's not a big deal. He said, you're going to fuck around. You're going to find out. So 
Um, anyway, I'm just glad there's fight still left in this team because I think it's very easy to look at this team, to look at the horrible football that they have played week in and week out and say that they just don't care. And I think what we saw on the field yesterday proves otherwise. So, you know, cry about tanking all you want. It's not, the players are not doing it. So, um, anyway, that's that. Uh, let's talk about special teams real quick. So Gunner, two um, punt returns for 16 yards. The longest was nine. Uh, Randy Bullock, one for one on the field goal, and then four for four on the extra points. Randy Bullock has proven to be a pretty good signing. He's no Graham Gano, but he's been quite consistent. So um, I love that for us, and I love it for him. Good pickup. And last up, Jamie Gillen, seven punts, one touchback, two inside the 20, and the longest was 56 yards. Gillen, I feel like, redeemed himself kind of as the game went on. He had one or two punts, and I was just like, bro, we, we needed you to really kick it up a notch here, and you just did it. They were either, I think they were both way too short. Um, but overall, Gillen is having, I think, a better season than he did last year. Yes, he's been a little inconsistent, but nowhere near as inconsistent as he was um, last year. So he's gotten better. And like, this is what this is what I talk about, right? Like, I just want to see these guys improve. So um, overall, you know, I feel better about this team than I have in weeks. I have a little bit of hope. I'm feeling good going into the Pats game. I'm going to the Pats game. I will be in D3 tailgating with my Patriots loving husband. If you guys want to come over and talk shit to him, please do. Um, we will be in D3. So I will be back on YouTube with a Q&A on Wednesday of this week before everyone goes to enjoy their Thanksgiving. And then I will be back with a Patriots recap podcast next Monday. So everyone enjoy this win. Enjoy Victory Monday and go Giants. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.